Alrighty, welcome everyone. So we're just welcome. trying out a little book club. Let's start with general impressions of the Avengers Volume 1 from 1963, issues 1 through 10. It's very good. Okay, <laughs> uh, yes. First of all, Tony always in distress. Always. Everyone's in of distress. Course. They have no idea what they're doing at all. Oh, they're dumbasses. They're... That's what I love about Avengers is they are so like, they're like the cast off team. Like they go to talk, they try to talk to like any other team and they're just like, no, we don't, you guys are, we don't care about you. But the world does like them. Like do you, in the Kang one, which I think is issue eight, he literally, they, mm -hmm. so they get kidnapped by Kang and the entire world forms world peace in two minutes. Because <laughs> they're like, oh shit, the Avengers were kidnapped. Our lovable idiots were kidnapped. We have to get them back. Or we have to defeat Kang. Like, literally, can you imagine that for any other team? I, maybe the Fantastic Four, because they are, like, well-loved, but... Definitely for Spider-Man. Yes. Well, mm, the public is touch and go on him. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, literally, and it's... Definitely not the X-Men. No, oh, my God, I feel terrible. Because it's, like, literally... They are kidnapped, and then the next moment, yeah. it's literally, they send out the news press release, and they're like, we have to come together. The entire world forms peace to defeat Kang. It was hilarious. They are, yeah, they are just, we gotta get them back. Oh my gosh. And then, okay, so starting with issue one, um, first yeah. of all, Loki's eyes, damn girl, we see them. <laughs> she is... Oh my, like, Loki is, I cannot believe the makeover that they have given Loki. Loki is just such a, such a little shit. And I, I guess that hasn't changed, but they made him hot for some oh reason. My God. Like, literally, and I'm sorry, but the fact that he went after Hulk because he, Hulk had no evil in his heart was so, like, sad to me. Yeah, he's... He's all bitch. Oh, and then he frames him, and the teen brigade was so funny within these first ten issues. I do mm -hmm. want to call social services on Steve, though. Yeah. What, I don't want to know what happens to Rick, but just tell me, does he live? Oh, yeah. Rick's, okay. yeah, I think Rick is, uh, he's got a lot going on all the time. He's like the, he's like the passed around sidekick for all the heroes for a while. Oh my god, because all I can see is a Bucky situation, and I'm like, no, please no, because ten... Like, he's, he's so dumb. He's, like, crying about Bucky every ten seconds, but then he also has this, like, replacement Bucky at his elbow the whole the time. first issue, he came back. That's evil. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> um, Shout out, so going back to issue one, shout out to Tony having a solar battery in 1963. I mean, yeah, that's insane. I'm sorry. The way they, actually Thor was more of a duets machina a lot of the times in some of these issues, but the way, every time I read an Avengers issue in the early period, it's like, do you know when like kids are playing like imaginary fight games and it's like, well, I hit you with mm -hmm. this oh, well, I'm actually immune, immune to this because of this, and they constantly change the rules. That's what it feels like reading them fighting. 
that's what that's what Stan was up to. Exactly. He was just playing. All right. Um, the fact that Hulk hit as a clown just had me. Oh my god, I had so many jokes for that. I I love that he's supposed to be like a robot too. They're like, yeah, this is a robot, and it's the Hulk, and it's like. No, he's not. That is more like able to be consumed by their mind than just a dude who's big. A big green right. dude. Um, the fact that Janet thinks Iron Man the first, Mark One is ugly, even though it's painted gold, is hilarious to me. Oh my gosh, she's. I love people like to hate on Janet. I love Janet. Even like early Janet is so much fun. Our little quips are literally what MCU Tony does without like the the harsh meanness kind of behind it. Literally, like her little quips were just so funny every single time. Yeah, she's she's definitely the she's the only one that could get away with that. (laughs) Sorry, Clint. No, no, thank you. And I did notice Hank talking down to her, though, like, offhandedly, like, whoa. And there's... Hank's the worst. Yeah, and Stan's, like, calling it friendly bickering. That's not... No, he called her, like, female shit. Like, what the fuck? Chattering females and such. I love that they, like, whenever the Fantastic Four show up, it's always to be, like... Who the fuck are you guys? No, we don't care about that. Just go away. At least, uh, I forget what issue it is. It wasn't, well, I think it was two, um, when they're looking for him again, when they're, or maybe three, when Hulk runs off, and it's like, they're trying to find him, and Tony, like, projects himself into, like, the the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, Spidey, and shit. And the Fantastic Four were, like, kind, were kind of nice about it. Spidey was just a bitch, which, valid. Yeah. nicest ones about it apparently um tony and angel had had like an adventure in his book or something or maybe it was tales of suspense or something and they were like kind of chill and they were the nicest ones about it yeah tony's the the mutant liaison of uh, the avengers (laughs) but the way he was just popping in on everyone it's like hello he just he like popped into class like he was just like in the middle of their classroom like hey what's up and they're like, could you leave? <laughs> we got algebra. No, he was having them try, like, Xavier was, ha- I don't know. They were on danger He had them, like, jumping through a circle like a circus monkey. It was ridiculous. That's very Charles for you. Uh, I like the fact that Thor is the first one to make a reference to avenging. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Because it wasn't like, oh, the mm-hmm. Avengers. It's no, I will avenge these people because Loki is doing some bullshit type stuff. Yeah. I think Steve was the most avengy of everyone in this. Oh my gosh, yes. Poor Steve. Uh, Okay, so in page 20 of the first issue, Tony, when he's going Mm -hmm. to the pilots, and he literally is just like, hello, all I could think of was that Jesus meme. Like, this man is just like, hello, (laughs) have you seen the Hulk? Hello. And it was just like, doing the boundaries. Yeah, I don't... This is before, like, airline safety was a concern. You'd be shot down immediately. Well, I mean, yeah, look at Iron Man 1, the movie. Um, uh, I like the fact that Janet names the Avengers because it's a dramatic name. Like, that is so on brand. Yeah, she was just... And she, like, 
threw it out there and then was like, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it was just like, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, we'll go with that. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Like, Sounds good. And then they just went with it forever. I love it. Yep. And they still are today. Oh. All right. So issue two, uh, I mm -hmm. refer to it as the, on the inside cover, the mean girl cover, because they're all bitching at each other. They are, like, everything with the Hulk is so, like, they immediately wanted Hulk out of this book. And it was, it's so funny, like, why they even put him in it in the first place. Yes, oh my gosh. But it's like, they're like, okay, we're gonna make them fight. And they're, like, we're gonna make them, like, all hate each other, and then Hulk's gonna leave. Right. And I don't even get the point. It's so sad, though, because it seems like. Because if you think about it, the space phantom intentionally plays them against each other. It's just like Iron Man, or not Iron Man, but um, Avengers 1 with the staff thing that's supposed to be manipulating your emotions and stuff. He's doing that by impersonating mm -hmm. them and playing it up, you know? Like, if he hadn't been there to wreck, you know, because he just joined, and of course they're going to have reservations, but they still asked him to join and stuff. Like, if he hadn't mm -hmm. messed it up, who knows where, how far along the relationship could have gotten, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, because I've seen them talk about this, where they, like, realized that they, that they didn't like how Hulk worked on a team, right? So they were like, we have to get him out of this book and back into his solo as quickly as we can. But we have to, like, like to do that, we have they have to make this weird like tension that he has with the Avengers. I just I don't like yeah. it. Because it's like, why would you ask him to join if you didn't trust him? Yeah. Because I mean, in later on in the uh, in the, I think issue nine or something, they ask Wonder Man to join, even though he's stronger than all of them and stuff, and they have no problem with him. Like. Yeah, like that's like what the Avengers. I guess it wasn't what it was, but it's what it became. Like the kind of team where, like, they take they like they take the fuck ups. You know, they're like, you like oh, like you you realize your mistakes, and then you go like oh, maybe I don't want to do this. I want to be a hero, and then you join the Avengers. That's like how it goes. Oh my gosh, yes. So it's it's sad that Hulk never really cemented himself back onto the team at any point. Yeah. The um, Space Phantom, he's my number one enemy, and I'm glad he's going to be stuck in Limbo forever. It's such a fun, like, villain, though. <laughs> he, like, his powers are so funny because he, like, throws someone into Limbo, but he can only do one at a time. The... And then they're just, like, stuck over yeah, there. Well, I do appreciate the fact that there are limitations, because something I struggled with getting into the newer, like, the older issues of books is, like, the fact that there is no limitations on anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why I don't really get into magic yeah. side of stuff of Marvel or just in general. But when there's like mm -hmm. a limitation type of thing, I like it. Because Tony, theoretically, without his disability gear, where he's constantly having to charge up his um, chest plate or fix it in the middle of battle because it's damaged, he could scale way higher theoretically, but he doesn't. He's human. Yeah. He can't do that. And I appreciate that. Uh, Speaking of disability, like the fact that so there's like six Avengers in here and four of them are disabled like in these first ten issues. Yes. 
which is like Thor. Like Thor has the thing with his leg, and he uses a cane. And then Tony, of course, has the chest plate to keep his heart going. But then, like Thor, like not Thor, Hulk's DID is in this. Like it's here, and so is Steve's PTSD. Even though they didn't even have the language for it at the time, like. You can see it. Like, it's clearly here. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Steve's PTSD is so, like, pronounced. I, I think when as soon as he's introduced, it's in almost every single issue so far. Yeah. Like, that's insane. And it's, like, it, you can tell that it's not, like, something that was intentional at all. It's just, like, th- like that's who was writing these books was a bunch of World War II vets. And they're just, like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is what it's like. Yeah, this is what they're <laughs> like, going to It's expect. like, oh. Yeah, this is this is regular life because it was, you know, like all these guys came back from the war with all these problems, and it's just like it's just so normal in this book. It's just a part of the character. Uh, I'm trying to look over my notes on Namor's issue, so number three, and all mm-hmm. I can think is like I just feel so terrible for Hulk and Rick. Um, it really, it's pretty pronounced, like, how involved in the military-industrial complex, like, everyone was, like, to start. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that Bruce becomes, like, a pacifist, was creating a gamma bomb is, like, whoa. Like, if anything, and then he saves Rick, like, at the expense mm-hmm. of himself, it honestly reminds me of, like, the Iron Man 1 movie, like, with the Jericho missile, I don't know if you remember. Like that's almost what I absolutely have. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, there's this one scene in that issue where they're underground and Namor is like, he has this idea. He teamed up with Hulk, right? And he shoots like he's mm-hmm. like, I have a plan. I'm gonna shoot this missile at them. Thor's gonna have to throw his hammer to deflect it and explode it over here, and then his hand will be free, and you can attack him. Because that's the sensible thing someone would do, right? No. Instead, mm-hmm. Thor is completely ready to hit this thing like a bat and a pitcher. And Tony <laughs> has to jump in front of him and be like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. We may survive. Um, you'll survive. You're mm-hmm. God. Um, I have armor, so theoretically I'll survive. Janet will not. Mm-hmm. Hank will be injured. <laughs> don't do this and he like deflects it back and it's like i just find it so funny thor has actually really grabbed my attention in these first issues because he's not someone i've read a lot of comics on and he's just so ready to protect everyone the common he's also dumb (laughs) he's like i can guys i got this it's good and then he's getting ready to punch a missile and it's gonna like explode on them Mm-hmm. Oh, that was hilarious. Just anything you hit with your hammer hard enough, that's going to solve the exactly. problem. That's Thor's whole Um, The fact that at the end of the issue, theoretically, they could have stopped Namor, but he's like, no, I'm going to let him go. He has proven very full of valor and stuff. I just thought that was hilarious. It's so weird because I'm like, they know each other. I think, like, <laughs> like they fought in World War II together. I don't. I think at some point they say that Namor had amnesia or something. I don't know what Steve's excuse no, is. No, Steve did, but um, did he fight with Thor? In World War II? Yeah, I don't remember that. 
he fought with um, Namor. Namor was part of his squad. Thor? Namor and Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were... Steve doesn't come until later, right? Yeah. Steve says he vaguely remembers they... him. I remember that. Does he? Okay, I missed that. No, but he, like, doesn't, though. It was weird. It was like, they made a reference to it and then didn't follow mm-hmm. up at all. <laughs> Just like, oh. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. And this is before, like, the retcon, too, where they, like, said that there was another guy that was Captain America for 10 years, between like, in the 50s. So they just kind of, like, ignored the fact that Steve, (laughs) they were like, he's been in the ice for 20 years. And they're like, what do you mean? He was just here last week. Like, (laughs) so it's, you know, it's like a weird, like. No, but the next issue, the fact that people were weeping with joy at seeing him had me cracking up. Let's talk about issue four, though. Like, the iconic Steve, they find Steve in the ice. The fact that Mm -hmm. they put him on the cover. Like, in today's age, that would never fly, right? Because everyone is so big on spoilers and you can't let it leak and stuff. They fully was like, guess who's coming back? (laughs) He's back, baby. But the thing is, is, like, he wasn't really. Like, that's what like. He was. He had already been there, and they're just like he's back. And they're like, "What do you mean he's back? He's been here." And then they're like, "No, he's been in the ice for twenty years." And he's like, "No, he wasn't." Like it's like it's just a total like like this would not fly. Like this kind of like retcon would not fly. But people are just like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." <laughs> and just love with that. Oh my gosh, that is so funny, and. The way that Stanley goes out of his way to describe every mm-hmm. Avenger male in, like, in general in the Avengers is like, especially when Steve was found, his handsome head, his clear blue eyes, all this stuff. He, it's so just, like, he calls every, like, all the guys handsome, like, all the time. And it's like, he's dashing, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, chill. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You got, he's you need to know that they're handsome though. I, I know it's a very va- like important part of the story, which I will say Tony yeah. is a complete pretty boy outside of the armor when he's like smoking his cigarettes in those two issues. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Watching him get he's into the armor fancy. made me weep. It's like no <laughs> take it off. He's so pretty. Oh, it was not fair. I do love um, the postures on page seven with Tony and Janet because Tony and Janet are like the first ones to offer him any sort of like physical touch in the, when he's unfrozen. I think like Janet's like Mm -hmm. uh, holding his arm and Tony has like a hand on his uh, shoulder or something like that. And they're like steadying him after he was like lashing out and stuff. I Mm -hmm. love that. I truly do. I think it's really indicative of like, the parts they play and the future possibilities of their relationship and just the fact that those two who are arguably the most human of the Avengers like are the ones steadying Steve mm-hmm. or it's just so like it's it's it hits me sometimes reading these old stuff of like this is the foundation of stuff that happens now like 60 years after the fact and it's just like it's them, like the, yeah, they they've always been here, and it's nothing's really changed, really. Right? And 
like new people have come in and stuff but like this is the foundation that is still what avengers is and did you catch that on page nine the fact that there was evidence that steve was conscious in the ice because he knew that people that um they were praying to him yeah i think he would like kind of come in and out of consciousness of it oh, gosh i can't imagine the trauma that would cause there is okay this isn't related to this but there is an issue of captain america that's like 20 years down the line from this where he gets like trapped in ice he like gets stuck in an iceberg again and then like comes out of it immediately but he does it again and he does it and he wakes up just this completely unrelated time screaming bucky's name again and it like broke my heart <laughs> like poor steve he's got like this he like like it's something that hap comes up a lot when he like is in ice or in cold water like he'll have flashbacks to this moment with Bucky and it's it's so sad it really is and the fact that you can see him the fact that he immediately like has a mental breakdown with Rick Jones and then immediately represses it when Rick starts getting super uncomfortable mm-hmm. like that's going to be his process for the rest of his life that we see of just complete repression until he snaps like and that like that's his cycle and it's just so sad to watch it start mm-hmm. although i will say the fact that he walked off the boat saw the avengers frozen in statues in shock and horror and it was like wow okay. the world must really like the avengers that's weird weird statue <laughs> and then like also- walks off where did the Avengers go? It just walks off. Yeah, there's like, it's weird how much like Steve really is in a daze for a lot of this issue. He's just sort of like, everything's fine. It's good. No, it's it's fine. But you can tell at the end he wants to be an Avenger so bad. Oh my gosh. And then poor poor Hulk at the uh, or. <gasps> Bruce at the end is like, oh, oh no, that's Rick. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I literally, in my notes, I cro- I started writing Bruce and like, because I was talking about it, and I was like, wait a second, wait, that's, that's a little Ricky. Yeah, I had to cross him. <laughs> but he taught like the fact that Steve like replaced the Hulk. I feel like should get more attention. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised, like. Bruce doesn't have more emotions about that because I see in the later issues Bruce talks about how he has no anima like he knows the Avengers wanted to help him and stuff and the fact that he Mm -hmm. knew I don't know I wonder if he knows like Steve was his replacement almost all right so the lava man one oh my gosh I cannot believe that was where the meme came from of Thor sinking into that lava it's it's my favorite, it, well, it's my second favorite panel of Thor. <laughs> it's so, like, it's so fucking funny. He's just walking in lava and just sinking up to his neck like it's no big deal. We got this. It's all good. Um, Tony lamenting about and, like, worried they're going to know his ID and everything like that. The way they emphasize mm-hmm. that every single, almost every issue is hilarious to He's such a sad sack. He really is. Because everyone has a secret identity. 
but they are like going ham on this like but will they find out and they can never know this one has to he's got some little like iron booty shorts on in this one He's got the new costume. He got out of the gold. Right. And I like the fact that it protects against radiation, but not lava. And Thor can protect against lava, but not completely radiation. Like, I know uh, Milnor, uh, I think, can absorb some of it, but because it was, like, surrounding them, it, he couldn't this time. I thought that was a cool parallel. Oh, and Jane's here. Jane Foster, future Thor. Ah, yes. And Ross was, too. Ew. <laughs> I like Bruce's little purple suit. He's he cute. Is. Um, the fact that I I don't know Bruce is lamenting like of like what I don't know. I feel like he wanted to be on the Avengers almost, but he's so scared of Hulk himself, you know. And I think that really yeah. like, holds him back. And I know the new run of Hulk, like the most recent run of Hulk, at least, is apparently him partly tackling that. Yeah, it's, like, I don't know, I feel like the Hulk is such a story about, like, loneliness and isolation that there, it's just sort of, like, well, he can't then also be on the Avengers. Right. Because that would fix everything. He's got it his home. Really fix everything. It's, like, yeah. oh, so that was all the notes I really had for Lava Man. Um, the fact that Steve brought Rick with him, though, I want to call child services. <laughs> Where are Rick's parents? Does he have kids? I don't know, but let's call them. I like the part where um, Tony has to break Steve out of the rocks, and it's, like, traumatizing for everybody. Oh my gosh, yes. He's like, I'm so sorry, Steve, but... I, no, I'm good. I wouldn't want to do this all the time, but I'm okay! As he's crawling out. And then Rick's just like, you good? <laughs> just like patting him on the back. Yeah, and you notice immediately after the end, though, they immediately have to go because of Zemo, and it's just like I made note like these guys are not getting a break. Like they came together for one thing, and then it's one thing after another already, and it's like we are four issues in. Y'all need to chill. Mm-hmm. And this is when they were kind of trying to do it in real time because like they make references back like oh yeah a couple months ago when we did this and it's like what do you mean a couple months ago that wasn't yesterday but this is before the time scale was really time scaling and so then we have the sixth issue Zemo and the Masters of Evil and Mm -hmm. I knew that Zemo was a Nazi in the comics but finding out how horrid he was that he had to wear the cap because not only would his victims immediately kill him, the fact that other Nazis thought he was horrific is insane with what they did to him in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's... So this is... I don't know when it happens, but eventually they replace Zemo with Zemo's son. I don't know... I guess that happens in Captain America later, but the, like this is like original Zemo. And I just I can't believe they did that. Like finding out, like oh, the dancing funny guy just trying to avenge his family is like, oh, he's a Nazi so fucking evil that he has to wear mm-hmm. a mask or everyone will kill him, including other Nazis. Like that's insane to me. He really is like, like he's almost 
more of a Captain America villain than Red Skull, even. At least at first. I can see that. The um, It's a lot more personal with me, yeah, Oh my gosh. The way Steve was just, like, wallowing at the beginning. I was so... I feel so bad for him. And then he's like, I'm going to get revenge. Mm-hmm. Not avenge, revenge. Like that Tony and Steve were like practicing together and it turns out they like opened Steve's shield and Tony's like added a bunch of shit. Yep. And Steve likes it though. He's lo- he's loving the new tech. Like he adju- he's adjusting theoretically very well. He's gonna throw it back in his face enough. Yeah. Oh my gosh, when Tony was towing the Ant-Man and Cap when they were like adhered to like the ground and stuff in the tow truck it's it looked exactly uh-huh. oh what are those the water ski things on boats yeah they, yeah I, like the fact that it's just like yeah he's the glue he, that's what zemo is he's the glue guy like the glue nazi right. obviously i felt bad you could feel tony's fear when he faced the melter though i noticed that right offhand mm-hmm. i don't that's it that's one of his guys yeah. I haven't read too much of volume one, but like I could tell immediately, like, whoa, that uh, he can like fight essentially, you know, like with the karate chop and shit, only for T- Steve mm-hmm. to turn around and give the most impassioned speech and start fighting back against him. I love Steve's speeches. Like, this is a good one. Right. And he was scared. Like, he was. You can tell, yeah. like, that panel in the top right, I think, of page 21, like, that is pure fear. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? He immediately, like, oh, hell no, and immediately starts bashing him back. Oh, my gosh. He's Brave boy. He's so cool. This is why we love Steve. Also, Thor on the Black Horse nice, a night, uh, horse. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I wish he would have kept it. It's the horse. The Pegasus yes. horse. I, do, I think you should have kept it. Although I will say, it shows a lot of integrity that they turn around. It's like, you know what? Even if he's a criminal, it's his horse. We can't keep it and give it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I will say, do you know what's up with the ongoing, oh, the stork brought us jokes that Hank and Jan keep making um, when they, like, grow big? I have no idea. I don't know what that is. There must be, like, an old people thing. I thought it was hilarious because they make it like multiple times throughout like the 10 issues. It's like, oh, the storm brought us. The storm brought Like, what? <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. So the next issue, the, I mm-hmm. felt so bad. Like, Tony's immediately just like, shame. Just shame. He is so the saddest boy. And he's like holding his hands. And I was like, no. And then they vote to like suspend him for a week. Because he didn't answer their call. And I don't think it was because he didn't answer their call. It was more that he refused to explain why. Because the fact that they would, yeah. oh, you're banned for a week because you didn't answer the call for help doesn't seem like that was the issue. And it, it was like because he was like dying yeah. too, that he didn't answer the call. And it's just like, Tony, you don't have to feel bad about that. But he does, obviously. But he also, he feels like he can't tell them that because he's like, that's that's a thing more in um, Iron Man where he's just like, if people know that I'm dying, they're not going to want me on the team, you know? And I feel like a lot of them are kind of in that place. Like, they feel like they're, Thor is like that too. He's like, 
he's got this Don Blake thing going on there. He's like this feeble guy and he's trying to like balance, the, trying to balance that. And it's just like, oh, it's, it's sad. Okay. And then they kick him off the team for a week or whatever. I felt so bad. The, um, can we go though? Like, why is Steve paying men to wrestle him? So he could ignore his sin. They fold him in half. He's like, yes. This is uh this isn't this isn't the last time he does that. He does that quite a few times. I just I was I was so taken aback by that. It was like, yes, give me more. And then I like fold I'm like, whoa. It's like his favorite thing. He loves training. It is. I noticed that because there I think it was issue like ten or nine or something. He does it with the Avengers too. He's like, yes, come at me. They're like to 40 seconds seven or 47 seconds to subdue you and then they turn around and it's like well i can do a minute <laughs> let's do it again <laughs> it's how he it's how he shows his love it is it's also how he copes because the fact that he, yeah he's like ignoring his sadness about not being able to save bucky like that is such an underlying theme this entire time like mm-hmm. in all of his thought bubbles and stuff oh it's how he relieves stress as well and then, oh my gosh, the thing with Rick. I feel so bad for both of them, really. It's just like, poor Bucky. Oh, and he comes out in his like, costume and he's like, I can be, look what I found in the closet. And he's so excited. And Steve just rips into him, slaps his hand like with the, what was it, a mask? I think it was in his hand. He got a domino mask. Starts yelling at him. And it's like, obviously, he's severely traumatized. So it's understandable. But at the same time, you told this kid he's going to be your sidekick like Bucky was. Yeah. Like, there's got to be a give and take here. Because my immediate reaction, like, when I saw Steve, like, going out like that was Howard. Like, from those panels with Iron Mm -hmm. Man. Like, I just took a step back there. I was like, whoa. Yeah, this is... Yeah, that's... That is what Steve, like everything with Steve and Bucky, it's so much like, Steve, what are you doing? But I don't know, like he, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I I just, I feel bad for both of them. Right. Because Steve is also, Steve is also like, like he isn't a father. He isn't, he's, he's also like 22 in this thing and he's trying to navigate this. And he's got this kid that's following him around and he feels guilty about this other kid that was following him around that died. And it's just like, I don't know. I just, I feel bad. But yeah, I do like the fact that he kind of backed off after that. Like, his whole thing about he'll never have a partner again and he's just in despair. mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. It's just the whole thing made me really sad for him. Although I will say, when they start going off their separate ways, and Hank makes his little quip about, "Tight, you're gonna be typing my research, young lady." Whoa, mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah. Because my immediate thought was how one she helps him in his research, and mm-hmm. do you know all those talks about like it's been coming out how how much like the wives of scientists were doing so much of the work. Yeah. Like, that's me. That's definitely Jan. I wonder, I genuinely, like, wonder 
if there's more that has gone uncredited to her during his research, then we know. It's gotta be. I mean, she's like a test subject <laughs> as much as he is. Like, he tests on himself and he tests on her. And it's like, it's so funny to see them be like, I think Tony says it at first. He's like, yeah, we should make, I, I think it might be later, actually, where he's like, yeah, we should make Rick a, an official Avenger. We did it with Jan. <laughs> like, we let Jan be an Avenger. Why not the child? No, here's my thing. I thought that was a reference to Janet's age. Because Janet's been fighting yeah. with them, like, no problem. So I thought it was, like, a reference to her age. Because she's only supposed maybe. to be, what, 18? Maybe? Yeah, I think... I don't know. I, I keep trying to think of, like, how old she would be. And I think that she is, like, 18 or 19, really. And that's what I she, thought, because, like, if she's been fighting with them this whole time, and she, like, I don't know. I, that's what I thought that they were talking about. And I, and I meant to ask about that, like, what you thought, because it's, like, that has, like, very upsetting implications on her and Hank's relationship again. Mm-hmm. I love the fact Tony just completely ignored the ban when he saw they were in danger. He's like, oh, I gotta go. And just immediately yeah. Yeah. just goes. Um, I love he's like been kicked off the Avengers for like a week and he's just like, God, I can't, I, I can't wait to be an Avenger again. It's all I want. He's so sad about it. He's literally moping. He's like, He's literally smoking a cigarette like in his living room just watching the TV yeah. as they fight and it's like I I hate this. And then he's gotta jump into action and save him. Oh my gosh. And I've noticed so I only I can't remember I, I think I started Tales of Suspense. Um the I, I think the first ten volumes or something like that. His rotating attacks are hilarious to me. Where he like spins yeah. the enemy around. Yep. I'm so glad they used those again. Oh, and apparently Sunlight <laughs> Cures Thor's hypnosis for some reason. Completely bullshit reason. I mean, come on. Why not? <laughs> uh, and then you got Kang the Conqueror next. Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. He does have the thigh highs, though. I noticed that. That's he not... He's got the purple thigh highs on. Also, he He's was, very... like, lounging. Yeah, he's very casual in this, like, his little invisible lounge chair. When, okay, near the end of the issue, when the Team team Brigade, like, approaches him, he's like, we want to join you. And he's Mm -hmm. like, great, good sense, boys, and just lets them on the ship so they can go find the Avengers. Is this the one where he, like, hypnotizes them and is like, do my bidding, go find the Avengers? That was later. Like, originally, he just, like, that was when he, they were captured. At first, he was just mm-hmm. like, you have great sense, boys, and just lets them on. Just lets them on. No thoughts. No thoughts. Because I, th- I think he's, like, an alien at first, because he comes in in a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were summoned to the Pentagon uh, meeting thing. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I don't know if you noticed, there's a panel at the end, um, and it's like a little speech, and it talks about how, like, no matter what happens, the Avengers will always be there to protect people and, like, admit justice, instead of just stuff like that. And it was, I thought it was really sweet for some reason. Yeah. The Avengers will be waiting. 
And then you had Wonder Man. The Wonder Man one made me sad. Wait, wait let's go back for a sec because this, the part where he puts them in the like paralysis ray thing <gasps> is so like. Like, Hank just, like, nothing really happens to him. Tony's, like, fucking dying in this thing. This, like, stasis chamber. Because the, the thing, like, his heart, the, the chest plate stops. And it's like, oh. And I think, I think Thor gets turned back into Don Blake or something. Yes. So, like, Steve is, like, completely thinning. And they make a mention on, like, the shield feels like it's weighing on him or something like that. I think it was supposed mm-hmm. to be more emotionally because, you know, obviously that's not going to affect him too much, but it's like, so like Steve is like perfectly straight. Uh, Thor is Dawn, but he's still like laying straight. And then yeah. Tony is just writhing in pain. <laughs> Poor guy. And, just, and, then, like, and then they come out later. This reminds me of that that's part of Red Zone where he's just like limp on the ground. They're like, where is the Iron Man? And he's like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> we have to drag him out of this. <laughs> no. And it's just like, Something's like, wrong with Iron Man. And he's like trying to, and he's telling him, like, I can't let them know. Everything's good, guys. Go ahead. As he turns around and like fixes his heart transmitter. Whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, guys, I can catch up now. He's, oh my God. I, he's so dumb. I hate him. Oh, I love him and I hate him. No. Uh, no, but it was just, it was one of those things where I think it goes back. Do you remember that tweet that one that's like, oh, what's his most, his actual negative attributes and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Self sacrificing, doesn't want to admit, like, because he doesn't want them to worry and he doesn't want to hold them back. And it's just like, yeah. they won't care. Tony, yeah. <laughs> just tell them. Just tell them, Tony. Right? They're your friends. They love you. He's going to give me a heart attack. Yep. <sighs> I will okay. say, Enchantress, her outfits and like her looks. She's so stylish. I w- yeah, I love the circles on the leg thing. I'm surprised Jan didn't, uh... <laughs> yeah. Jan said something about, like, Kang. He, she was like, I bet he's, like, hot under there. <laughs> like, oh, Jan. <laughs> Janet, please. He's wearing an ugly-ass mask. Mm-hmm. Can't be that hot. Although he is related to yeah, Reed, you know. technically, so you know what? Maybe she's yeah, he's Reed's dad. <laughs> Maybe she's on something. I love, okay, in the Wonder Man issue, I love the, like, Avengers Daily Recap thing, where it's like, oh, Ant-Man and Wasp were, like, going on some scientific adventure, uh, Tony mm-hmm. is desperately trying to not give away to Happy and Pepper who he is, and it, he has nothing to do with Tony Stark's disappearance as they're, like, staring ominously in the back of him, and okay. then Steve is just like, I'm gonna die, <laughs> he's just lamenting. He's just lucky. (laughs) Although his PTSD episode at the beginning was so upsetting. It's so sad. And it's like, it's like, oh, oh, (laughs) oh, here he is. And it was just the team having to hold him back and be like, Steve, it's just a wall. He's not here. Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh. That was just so upsetting. 
Um, and then, of course, this is the one where they recruit the guy because Tony, like, invented something that made his uh, patent worthless or something like that. So he imbe- he yeah. had to, he was forced to embezzle to stay rich. Revenge on stock. So he's got to go get naked with Zemo about it. Right. And the, the fact that Zemo has, like, this fucking ray that, like, makes people all more powerful than the Avengers, but you die if you don't get the antidote in one week. And... Yeah. I, but, like, Wonder Man's, like, transition, like, being with the Avengers and sacrificing mm-hmm. himself in the end, like... Yeah. His whole thing is, like, they helped me, or what was it, like, they helped me when I came to them, because Zemo tricks them with Enchantress to make them think he's dying, so, like, everyone goes off in their own way to try and, like, fix him and stuff. And yeah. treated me with, like, respect, like I'm an equal, and he knew them for a week. Yeah. He inspired them to be a hero. That's what they do. Right. And I remember, I can't remember the writer, but it was, like, this is the issue they look at when they're thinking about the Avengers, and that's why they write them so good. I can't remember the writer who talked about it in an interview, but like that was the one. I think actually, I think it was Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige likes this issue of. It, yeah, it was somebody Avengers. big like that. I can't remember. I'll have to go find it. But it was like they specifically referenced this issue, and they're like, every time I think about the Avengers. This is who I try to make them be because of this. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is a good... This is, like, what Avengers is like. Peak Avengers. <laughs> Peak Avengers right here. Oh, and then Tony, like, cradles him as he dies, and it's like, oh my god. This is, who did the art for this? The art is very good. Was this... Yeah, this was Don Heck. I think they switched artists. This one panel of Jan, she is so gorgeous near the end where she's like tied up. Oh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, yes. Oh my gosh. Never suspected that Wonder Man was a spy. Oh, I forget what issue it is, but do you remember like Jan's about to get like fucking trampled? I think it was the one with Namor in the cave. And she's like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're gonna, like, she escapes the boulders and stuff, but then like Hank. Uh, Tony, Thor, and stuff are like running towards her, and she's like, "I'm gonna get trampled," and she like dives down into like a like a little crack in the hole or something like that, and you uh-huh. like watch these like legs trample over her, and it's like this is dangerous. She's gonna die. Yeah. Like Janet and Tony to me are like the most ones in danger in any issue because of their like one because of their size. And him because mm-hmm. of his disability, you know? Because it's like, at any yeah. given moment, they are, like, the most vulnerable people on the team. We must keep them safe. Yes. And this is before Jan had, like, extra powers. with, Like, she can just drink. Like, she's not strong or, like, anything. She's just... And she doesn't have, like, her little electricity blasts either. So she's just kind of, like, small and has wings. She's just a girl. She's just a woman. Like, please help her. She's just a girl. Protect her. Oh, the thing about Wonder, like, the whole thing with Tony cradling Wonder Man at the end, there's a, like, he was, after this point, Tony starts paying Wonder Man's mother 
like he gives her like a I forget what the word he used was, but he's like he's like giving her money like once a month or whatever after he died because he's like I have to make sure she's all right. Oh, wait, so that means Tony's gonna find out Wonder Man's identity, right? And that means that he's gonna know why what, who Wonder Man is in connection to him. Do you think this is when Tony started paying for therapy for his felons? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I feel like that's like a long-term <laughs> investment that he did because he's like, oh, this shit cannot happen again. <laughs> this is just this is for me actually <laughs> i'm just gonna make sure these guys are okay but like, this was traumatic yeah. for me this was like yeah he like there's uh, later down the line when he comes back right because he you know he comes out of his coma eventually mm-hmm. and they're taking vision to go meet his mom and he envisions like oh she's kind of my mom <laughs> and tony's like yeah, I I know her because I write her a check every month for for when I thought his her son died in our charge or whatever, and it's like, oh, Tony, that's so sweet. Aww. The Avengers break up. Oh gosh, they've been together for like nine issues officially. Can we not? Yeah, we're we're calling it quits. <laughs> Uh, this is when they start doing the team training thing with Steve, and it's like, all right, you got me in 47 seconds, I bet I can do a minute. And they're like, can you please at least pretend to be struggling with this? Yeah. Even Thor is like, oh. Damn, <laughs> like, dude. he's a literal god, and he can't keep up with Captain America. Right, and they're all jumping him. Like, he wants them to jump him, and it's like... <laughs> yep. He's a wily little guy. That's why I say he got isekai though. Like, that is completely what happened to him. Mm-hmm. People weeped for joy when they saw him. He's stronger than all the other Avengers, like, jumping him and shit. Like, come on. Isekai. He's a Mary Sue. Yes, he is. And I love him. Uh, and then, oh, oh. Gosh. this is where, um, which their Tony suggests that they make Ricky an official member. Mm hmm. And Steve does not take that well. Although, did you notice in the, um, when they're fighting Immortus, before Steve goes back in time, um, Steve, when he's, like, confronting the Avengers, because Immortus says, like, oh, one of them betrayed him to me, and stuff like that, and so he's like, no, they didn't, and then he goes back and, like, which one of you betrayed me? And he's like, you guys gave Ricky to Immortus because you didn't want him to be an official Avenger. It's like, dude, you didn't want that. (laughs) And I think it was, like, a writer mess-up, but I was just like, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just, like, an error, you know, like, with either speech bubbles or something like that, because something it was like, up. What, what do you mean they didn't want him to be an Avenger? You're the one who beat him hit. No, the girls are fighting. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh... Yeah, the fact that Ricky followed an ad for superpowers because he felt like that would, like, make them accept him was just like, aw, you're already okay, kid. And the weird thing is, is, like, this is legit. Like, if you go read the actual, like, the scans of of these old comics, these were ads that were in these comics at the time. <laughs> like, all these ads for, like, 
weight gain and workout stuff and it's just like this is real <laughs> this is what they actually are giving these kids and then so when they go to fight um i like the matchups mortis does because it's like reflective of them so like hate can janet go against goliath and that quip about how well we're gonna take him down like david and like he slingshots mm-hmm. so, although i didn't like him saying him trying to wave Janet off and she's just trying to help him. That was not fun. Um, That's Hank for you. Yeah. Uh, Tony finding fighting Merlin and being like, I will take the Mandarin and Hawkeye over this any fucking day. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the Hawkeye mention. This right. is when he was a bad boy. Uh, bad boy era. And then Thor fighting Hercules, which I know Hercules becomes an Avenger later, but that was this is the mm-hmm. first time I'm seeing him. He's very naked. Yes, he is. Which is I think a it was, bad thing. I remember Thor said something like that to Hulk at the beginning. Like, yes, he did. When they were fighting, he was just like, why are you dressed like that, you idiot? <laughs> you're you're clothed in that repulsive manner. Yeah. And it's literally, it's literally the same outfit that Hulk had on that Hercules has on. Oh, so uh, that's hilarious because it's literally Thor just being, I think, underwear phobic. And I think you should really check that out. Yeah, come on, Thor. Open your mind, dude. More men should Thor? be allowed, bulky men should be allowed to wear underwear. Thor is the least dressed Avenger once the once Hulk leaves, so he better watch himself. <laughs> he better watch himself. Okay, so when Immortus takes Steve back in time because he realizes he's losing, he's like, I put and then his thought bubble as Steve, like, plows through his men, is like, I'm putting on a pretty face, but I don't like the look in his eyes. And Steve is just <laughs> mowing down bitches. Yeah. He's like, where's Ricky? He's swinging from the chandelier. He's doing whacked out shit. And he's winning. Yeah. And just for him to come back and, like, do that thigh thing with mm-hmm. um, him and he's like you shouldn't mess with a man's transitors young man or some sunny or something like that and he yeah. saves iron man and it's like 